Welcome back uh, to episode 13, lucky number 13 of the Jungle Podcast. I'm your host, John. You know the other host, Jeff. Jeff, welcome back for another Friday show, second th- uh, show in three days. How's the day going? What's up, buddy? Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about that. Lucky number 13 here. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got to number uh, 13. If, if you're, it's your first time listening, um, you can find us as uh, the Jungle Podcast on any listening platform. You can find us on YouTube as the jungle podcast and you can find us on Twitter at the jungle pod, um, all the different, you know, top tens and, and things that we do here, we go post. So we'd appreciate uh, some fan engagement and uh, <laughs> let's know what you guys think. Um, another, another idea that was actually floated my way today is if we start um, receiving uh, basically like listener requests. So if, if you have something you want us to discuss, um, I had, you know, one person asked if we did it today. I was like, we don't just cause, no one asks us to discuss anything. But if you want <laughs> we, us to, but we, we would, would love we to. would love yeah. it if you did. We would love it if you did. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not, that's it's a good not idea. We don't want to. Uh, we, we're you know, open minds are, are here, and you know, we're, we're looking for ideas. So you got something you, you want, want us to talk to, about? Yeah, let us yeah. know. That's all. Let's, I got let us know. Let us know. Good deal, man. Good deal. Well, here let's 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 hop right in, man. What about some news and notes here from you? So um, one thing that I, I saw, and it's not really news, but it, it just kind of caught my eye, um, at least on Twitter. Did you notice Joe Burrow is going by Joey Burrow? No, I didn't. I did not notice that. He changed his name to Joey Burrow. And I it imma- immediately, like, hey, I've never, like, I've known about Joe Burrow. On Twitter? He was in high school. Yeah. Like, he was Mr. Ohio, like. I've known who Joe Burrow is. I've never heard Joey Burrow in my life. He changed it. I don't know if he's trolling or if he just wants to be called Joey. Um, it made me think of the whole, like, Mitch Trubisky became Mitchell. Because he thought it was going to help him. Like, yeah. how's that working for you, Mitch? You know? Um, I, mean, I, I think it's going to work. The name changes, like, at this point in your life. You know, if he wants to be Joey, though, who am I to say he's wrong? Yeah, I think it's going to work better for him than it is, it's going to be for Mitchell. Uh, Trubisky, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, hey, that's, yeah, whatever. That's fine. If he wants to change it, I, that'll be interesting. I, I haven't heard that. So I wonder if he's like actually having people call him Joey. Like, is he got to do interviews? That's going to be Joey Burrow. I doubt that. There's no, he doesn't way. strike me as the kind of guy that like would care. He's probably just going to mess around or something. Like he's, I bet I kind of have that feeling, but I mean, yeah, you think he would say something about it or someone would say something about it. Like the fact that I, I I'm the first person you've heard that from, maybe he's good doing point. It genuinely, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We're here, we're st- sticking with the NFL um, now that Joe Burrow is a Cincinnati Bengal and in the NFL. Joey, Joey Burrow. Joey Burrow. Yeah, sorry, I can't. I, I already messed it up. Look at that. Right. Did 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 you see that they were thinking about changing the onside kick rule, but the, um, it was it was just voted down and kind of table for right now. Did you see that? No. Why would okay. they get rid of onside kicks? So it's not that they're going to get rid of onside kicks. They were going to give a team, if you scored, instead of kicking an onside kick, the option to do a fourth and 15 untimed down. Hold on, hold on. So right now, if you want to go onside, you can go onside. Yeah, What's, you the onside. What's the alternative? I didn't understand. You, you can you get the, Your offense goes back on the field, and it's fourth and 15. It's an untimed down, and you get to go for it. So what are the – you know what the guy, the coaches are going to do. They're going to look at historically what's the conversion ratio for fourth and 15, what's the conversion ratio for an onside kick. Absolutely. If everyone's higher, that's what you're going to see. So yep. 
if it's well, not the, close, they just tabled, they just tabled it. Okay, they so they're not doing it. Yeah, so they're not doing it yet. But you're right. I mean, that's that's a really good point. That 100. You know, they all these teams run by analytics nowadays. So yeah. I'm sure they've already probably looked into it. Um, I just thought it was really interesting. I think that'd be really cool, uh, pretty exciting. The other team would just get the ball back um, wherever that play ended if they didn't get the get, get the 15 yards. But for right now, it's tabled. I hope they think about it again. Um, you have kind to of, go for it. You'd have to take the fourth and 15 because it's got to be a higher conversion ratio than an onside kick. Those it like, has to be. Watching onside kicks, I can't even remember the last that's one. That's got to that be was, under 10 percent at least. It has to be. Like Do five, you remember the last? I'm just guessing, what, but what was what was the last one that was completed? Exactly. I think it happens in college more, but yeah. Probably. Maybe it happens in high school it, more, you know, too. But, 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 I mean, it's just whenever a team onside kicks it, you never really get excited about them going for an onside kick. Well, you don't but know what's going to happen. Usually you're just like, holy shit, it was an onside kick. You know, you're caught off guard. We, we yeah, some, but if a team's down by two touchdowns and they score a quick touchdown right. and there's a, you know, a minute left and they have to onside kick it, you're never – as a fan, if that's your team, you're kind of like, all right, well, they're going to onside kick it. I mean, the game's over. But if they got to come back on the field and run for a play for fourth and 15, think about how exciting that would be. It would be super exciting. Um, yeah. I do love when my favorite type of onside kick, um, not that you asked me this, but just came to me, is well, I'd when, love to know, though. when they're already up, up. You know when you're up like 10, and yep. then they kick the onside, like maybe like right before the halftime or something. Or right, a, or, or right after right halftime. Right after, yeah. Everyone's going through the motions. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, you get the ball back and you're immediately in position to, like, you know, you know basically just kind of stomp them out. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I definitely um, – I like it when teams are kind of like, screw it. It's kind of the same deal as, like, let's go for two every time. Because I'm sure there's analytics out there that some teams – like, I, get, I bet you that a lot of teams have higher win percentages if they always go for two. Like, there's high school programs you're here about that they go for two no matter what. They never kick field goals. They never punt. <laughs> that, that's just stupid. Like, <laughs> I think it's awesome. You can do whatever it's you fun. want. It's fun. It's in the rules, so you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Actually, and you know the what? Best coaches brought, in the game don't do it, but you can. Since you just brought up um, rules, I, I was going to thinking about sharing this, uh, but I guess, do you remember when Bill Belichick came up with that loophole to kind of uh, – like end the clock and he used it let's see let me let me find this real quick and um they, they decided that they can't do it anymore all right so bill belichick found found a loophole in the in the in the rules where they get to just kind of run the clock down if they're winning and they don't want the other team to get the ball back and you do like a dead ball penalty you don't have to like actually wait yeah pretty it's something like that yeah, yeah. i thought that was that interesting that, is that no, approved no no, they canceled it. it, it oh. They made it no longer. You can't do it anymore because everyone got pissed off at Belichick, and he like laughed about it after the game. <laughs> but if it, hey, know. Belichick, good on you for finding that out. I think it's. I think that's great. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. light years ahead. Well, he was light years ahead of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What? What? what you got? You have any other stories? Yeah. So um, one that I actually saw on the the ticker today, um, <laughs> Melvin Gordon was. I don't know if he was on Twitter. No, I think it was an actual interview. And they were like, well, what's it going to be like playing for the Chargers with no fans? And I quote, bro, we didn't have fans anyways. We didn't have many Chargers fans at the game. I'm just being honest. We didn't have many Chargers fans at the game. Much loyalty, love, but we didn't have many. So I'm not missing anything. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't you remember at, on, on the night of the draft when Goodell had the, that screen behind him with fans from different teams? The Chargers had two empty sections on it. Like, that just showed the logo. They couldn't even yeah. find enough fans to fill out the screen. They're a mess. They should have never left. They, if there's a team that should leave Southern California, I feel like it should be them. Not, uh, you know, I think one's plenty for that market because they don't About care. the Rams? They don't care. I mean, yeah. in San Diego? They certainly don't care in Los Angeles. Like, that's no. just kind of a mess. I have a feeling I'd be willing to bet they're not going to be there in 10 years or maybe 20 years. Like, it takes a little while to kind of – Go through that. Where would you cycle. like them to go oh, see? What city, what city would you what love city? to see have an NFL team? Yeah. Ooh. That might be a question for another day. But that, I mean, that's, oh, that's I've done this. No, I've done this. We, so um, we can do this on another time. But I've actually made lists like, all right, so if MLB is expanding eight teams, who are the eight? And I've created fictional franchises with uh, <laughs> uh, nicknames and everything. So I think all for right. this one, I would have to go with the – I'd probably go uh, Mexico City Aztecs. That would be my, Mexico my City. So, so you all right? So you want to send a team south of the border? You want the biggest city in the Western Hemisphere? I love it. I think it'd be awesome. I mean, yeah. but I want to go I play there. Awesome. Absolutely not. I would not want to go hey. play there. But if no, but I, I mean, they'd be, they'd be, also they'd kinda, be treated like kings. You put me on the spot. Like I, I'm not prepared to answer that. I, I, know, really think about I know. I know. I know. But I, know. I think Mexico City would be a good one. I don't think anything's wrong with you know. I don't think anything's wrong with uh, San Diego. I, I think. I don't know. There's some interesting alternatives. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have to think about it. I, I, hey, like, I just thought, yeah, I thought, I thought that was interesting. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was interesting. No worries. No. But um, so also, so in news, you saw probably Flacco's going to the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. What a match so, made in heaven. Just, I, I just, just boring. Go there. Boring. Backup, backup, yeah. backup, Don, uh, Donald, um, or Darnold. Sorry, geez. And then I, I did see, uh, that SpaceX, just because we talked about this last time, they are relaunching this Saturday. I'm not sure if we talked about that when, when they canceled their launch into space. And so they are, we're, we're going to be sending two humans into, into space for the first time in quite some time, which I think when is pretty this? cool. It's going to be Saturday, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah you usually do that. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. Cool. So, yeah, ma'am. Anything else? Uh, the last one that I had was, um, it looks, again, it's all hearsay, like no one knows. Um, it looks like uh, NBA owners are gearing up, uh, excuse me, for something similar to the NHL where they just go right into the playoffs. Yep. You see that? Yeah. So yeah, I did. I, we talked I, I about it last week yeah. or the week before. Uh, I think it was a week ago today uh, we talked about that. So just, you know, made me think of it. I think it's probably going to happen. I mean, um, I'd like to see him give the teams that were right on the bubble the chance to play to get the playoffs, obviously. I, did, I saw one thing where the NBA – like, I guess maybe some insider information, whatever. I think it was Windhorse was, was um, sharing it on uh, first take that the NBA executives are trying – or the NBA is, like, trying to find out a way to make sure that Zion is involved if they bring it back because he, because he was so excited to watch. So that's interesting because the Pelicans aren't in the playoffs right now. I'm still over. You that's what? That's kind of ridiculous. Like, what do you, I, I don't have a problem with them, but it's like, this is a ridiculous thing to – like, what are you going to do? Like, it is ridiculous. Like, Stand on the sideline, like handing out cups. No, no, man. Like the Pelicans get the get the chance to pl have a playing game. Like they're not he's just a fun player, so he automatically yeah. sprinkles. Hey, man, not fair at all. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's, that's why they're, they're thinking about getting. All right, if he does that, that destroys the integrity of a league. You can't I make it a popularity contest. 
I'm going to make it a popularity contest. Just get rid of everyone outside of L.A., Chicago, Dallas, <laughs> Houston, New York. Like, there's only, like, really like eight markets that are really healthy, maybe. Like, yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Like, I don't know. I guess the Pacers, you could make – there's a little bit more than you think. But there's the Grizzlies. Like, there's hey, a bonfires out, out there. I, I am with you, but I but it's, I thought it was interesting. Oh, and, hey, look. Get out of town. It's, it, it, look, he's excited to watch. We'll see if that happens. We'll see. You want to do that? Like, I don't know. If you really want to help, that kind of frustrates me. Like, you can't do that. You can't. I can tell. Uh, all right, move on. <laughs> all right, moving on. You want to go sexy, not sexy? Let's do some sexy, not sexy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's bring it back. Let's 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 see what's sexy. Um, let, let's, give give me yours. What's 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 your sexy of the week? All right. So, um, all about the the records being broken. So. The deepest ever uh, spotting of an octopus uh, was recently in the, right. uh, the Java Trench. This is in the, the Sea of Java. Um, they found a Dumbo octopus 23,000 uh, meters below sea level. Um, Did you say meters? Uh, yeah, meters below. Wow. So, yeah, wow. It's, uh, it's wild. Saw, saw the story. That, hey. It, that is wild. sexy, so I thought I'd include it. That is sexy. I think octopuses are pretty cool animals, um, extremely intelligent. No idea that they were able to live down that far. I was trying to do, like, math in my head, which for some reason, I don't know how I was going to figure out how exactly I was – like, how far that was down. Um, but for, that, that, is, that is pretty cool. Pretty cool. My sexy is actually – so Forbes came out with the richest athlete last year. Liz, did you see that? I did, yeah. So – and obviously – the winner of it is going to be sexy. It Roger Federer, richest athlete, whoever. I mean, if you're the richest athletes on the Forbes list, that's a sexy thing to say that, you know, I'm, I'm the richest athlete on Forbes. If you want a sexy interview to watch, I was uh, looking on YouTube <laughs> the other day. Seriously. Yeah. And because uh, I've been watching so much like Michael Jordan stuff, just like over the yeah. past month, uh, all of his stuff is getting recommended to me. And one was a video right before the, the U.S. Open in like June 2014 interview with him and Roger Federer. Federer's interviewing Michael Jordan because at that time the three like I'm not a big sneaker head but like the threes had just come out for, our, for Michael Jordan and um, I guess like the the RF brand like the Roger Federer brand wanted to embrace some of the designs and use some of the design team like I think they might have even gotten like the the Jordan stamp of approval on it and that's why they were doing the interview um, but it's only like 10 minutes long it's, it's pretty cool little watch to see like two all-time greats um, you know, Federer's on our, our most dominant athlete list that we just uh, just released. For um, sure. No, interesting, interesting listing. Um, I do want to clear yeah. up 23,000 feet below uh, sea level. I just, okay. I had to stick to my guns okay. and put me on the spot. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 23,000 feet. Okay. All right. Yeah. 20, that makes a lot more sense. Still, hey, still, that, that, that's, that's down <laughs> there. Um, so yeah. I, I, got, I, I got you. But, um, but yeah, I just thought For, Forbes' uh, richest athlete list, whenever that comes out, that's a sexy thing to check out. I think that when it comes out, it's pretty cool. Um, it yeah. usually cha usually changes every year. So um, Roger Federer took took the cup this year. Good for him. Love that. Yeah. Um, what about, what about your not sexy? All right, my not sexy in Germany. So we all know how everyone's doing all this social distancing, and it, different restaurants are doing their different things to kind of keep people away from each other. Right. In Germany, Burger King launched. Their social distancing Whopper. Whopper. And it's packed Whopper. Okay. Whopper. Whopper burger. 
which is packed with three times the usual amount of onions. So you're supposed to eat it because it has so many onions on it. Other people are going to want to stay uh, stay away from. Hmm. That's a pretty that's that, that's pretty uh not I'm sexy. I'm a big fan of onions, so I might I love like them. that. If they're caramelized, no way. They're, well, like if they're caramelized, they're they're literally sweet. Yeah, but I don't think they are. But they're not caramelized on a whopper. It's like they're just like the fresh. Did white they onion. specify if they're caramelized or not caramelized? You got to do the picture the stories. Jim. The pi- the, the picture the picture definitely shows an uncaramelized onion, okay. white onion that was freshly cut. And so I did the digging. I did the digging on 23,000 meters. Damn it. And 23,000 <laughs> meters. I'd say that's that's not sexy. I like I like onions too, but three times the amount uh, on a normal burger that that's that's not for me. So I thought that was not sexy. I like that. I like that. Um I kind of a sad a sad tale, um but a cautionary one as well for Great. the youngsters out there. Uh, Esteban Loiza, um, he's a major league pitcher, um, played many years in the, in MLB. Um, he was recently, he just pled guilty, um, for cocaine distribution. The guy made $44 million over the course of his career. Um, apparently spent all of it, like nothing left (laughs) and he's smuggling cocaine. They had they found half a million dollars in cocaine in like his trap house in his name that was like rented by him in San Diego. Um, wow. So, yeah, he's from like wow. right over the. He's from um, what's the town right across the border from San Diego? Tijuana. He's from Tijuana. Okay. So I'm assuming like he probably had some you know figures. Maybe he you know knew growing up and maybe didn't remove himself from them, but. Pretty sad, like that is sad. And that, that's $34 million dollars a lot to blow. Like it's easy to be like, ha, like you screwed up your life. And people love to see like successful people fail just because there's a lot of haters out there, right? But they are. um I don't know, it's kind of sad. I was like just seeing him in a jail get up and you know, just knowing like, dude, you're you're locked up probably for like 20 years. I don't care how good quite some time your lawyers yeah. are. If you have a half a million dollars in cocaine in your house. You're not yeah, going to be walking yeah. streets anytime soon. So. No, you're not. Not no, sexy you're not. Well, at all. You are, you, are, you are damn right about that. That is, that is a not sexy story. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, good. Well, well I, I know we wanted, to, we wanted to hop in kind of into a list early, right, for everybody um, on this one, right after our sexy, not sexy, because you and I were talking earlier today. <laughs> DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins was on um, – he did, did some video interview – and he said he, that he thinks he's the best wide receiver in the, in the NFL, which I think is a very fair uh, yeah. kind of point by him. Obviously, I think a lot of people would, would agree with that. But obviously, there are people that don't. So we decided that we would go, go through our top 10 wide receivers as if we were starting a season today to win the championship next year. Yeah, and the guy um, – so Jeff will send me, like, little Instagram shots. There's different accounts and, and things that will go out there and, like, rank players, and that's all they – pretty much all they do. But, like – and I get it. Like, if you want to get attention, like, you have to have, you know, the, the hot take or whatever. This guy's a freaking idiot, though. Like, some of the names <laughs> – well, It just we, pisses we me off. It's like, don't, don't come out and tell me you're not going to – if you have this guy in your name or on your list, then that's your own fault, dude. Like, don't tell me – that was it. Julian Edelman is a bona fide number one wide receiver. If he's oh, on the Bengals, he's not on the Bengals. Like he probably would never roster spot. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. He, he would play on the Bengals. <laughs> Not on my team. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Now, also, before I get into this and destroy, destroy, destroy the argument that you just said, but let's, let, let's, let's get this straight here. The, the, guy, the guy that you're talking about who, who puts this on um, or this website, it's just, a, it's just a list on Instagram, and, and they kind of tiered the wide receivers. This isn't what the person who was interviewing DeAndre Hopkins. We just saw kind of the, the DeAndre Hopkins story. We thought it'd be interesting to see who was out there talking about, you know, the top wide receivers. And this tiered list had Julian Edelman as a, as a bona fide number one wide receiver, which I completely agree with you. But you're crazy to say – you're crazy to think that he wouldn't be the number two or number but three wide receiver on the back. slower John Ross with, like, bad knees. With great hands, Super Bowl champion, Can't get crazy stats. Can't get open. He, he was, he's, he's been open his whole career. He gets thrown open. He was good. He's just 34. Like You're right, but we're talking one season. Just, but if we're talking one season, we're talking one season. I wouldn't – I mean, I'd take him over John Ross. That's. I Look, wouldn't take him over AJ. I wouldn't take him over T. I Tyler wouldn't Boyd. take him over Boyd. Yeah. I get, you know what? I didn't think about T. Higgins. That, that, I, I, I like that. And don't get – He's fourth, and that's a maybe. I'd still probably look, take – he's not a – Look, he's not on my I, list. He's not. He's not on my list. Here's he's like the best compliment I can give him. I would take him for like his, his his like what he brings to the locker room. It'd be nice to have a guy who's won something and is a yes. like pure uh, just another you know old head for some of the young guys. That's literally yeah. like physically is he better than John Ross? Probably not. No, probably not. But look, it's going to be we're going to. It's, I love how this turned into a Julian Edelman debate. This this is going to be <laughs> it's going to be really it's going to be a really interesting season for him with Sidham back at quarterback, and Tom Brady's not there. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll really see who the real Julian Edelman is when he doesn't have the goat thrown to him. Yeah, you know? he ain't going to be pretty. He want, he he ain't going to be a bona fide number one. No, I agree with you. Any, anyone else that they have listed as bona fide one? I, th- I thought that A.J. Brown – is A.J. Brown a bona fide number one wide receiver? No. I don't think so. No. No. You know? That, yeah. that list sucked. The other it ones did. sucked. Like once what, what, you, the, and the other thing that pissed me off, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on it because these the people that are listening can't see it. But like, yeah, like <laughs> best of the best, elite and star. Like, freaking make up your mind. Are they good or not, man? Like, oh yeah, that's true. Tier them. Oh, just, just put them in numbers. Just tier. You know what? I tell you what. So we're so we're about to do this ranking. Um, it, yeah, we we could we you can kind of tear it off, kind of as you will. We're going to top ten. 10 down to one. If we're starting a team today to win next year's championship, I don't give a shit what happens in 2022. We're looking for next year's championship, right? Super Bowl in 2021. Yes. Starting right now. Who are our top 10 wide receivers? Let's go 10 down. Give me your 10, John. Um, so this is the only one that, like, is kind of – you'll see it. Antonio Brown. He's not in the league right now. I get it. No. I get it. I get it, but that's not for lack of trying. Like someone might pick him up, and when he someone's going to pick him up exactly. And when he is on a team in five months or maybe it's a year, I don't know. He is at least the tenth best wide receiver in the game. He missed one year. People are like, "What have you done for me lately?" All he did for the previous ten years was go off for like fifteen hundred yards a year. Like he was the number was, one pick in the fantasy drafts, even last year before like. The whole world imploded and, you know, everything caved in on him. He was still regarded as one of the best. And that just, like, poof. Like, everyone forgets everything he's done. Don't, like, 
please explain to me why he's not one of the best top 10. If you had to start a team right now, no. you know, the character's there. Okay. What if you had him with Tom Brady? What if you had him in the right situation? The, wait, wait. You did have with Tom him. Brady. You did have you you did have him with Tom Brady. He scored one touchdown down, down he in Miami. Was going and an emotional th- breakdown. He was not like. But you can't bring up. The, you can't say the argument. What if you had him with Tom Brady? For and a they year. did have him with Tom Brady. I get that. It was a, for a week. You never saw it. I know. Ooh, yeah, you he scored a touchdown down Miami. I know he didn't see it, but he didn't make it down. You're too smart. I know he had a ton of stuff going on. You're too smart for that. Oh. Oh, right. look, I appreciate that. But, and I agree with you. Obviously, if he's reinstated in the league, if he's on a team, no one in their right mind is going to say Antonio Brown isn't a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. He's unbelievable talent, unbelievable stats over the past several years that he's been in the NFL. Arguably the best wide receiver, probably collective seasons, maybe of all time. I mean, I don't think anyone playing today is, is going to pass how good Jerry Rice was, in my opinion, when you go back and look at all of his stats and what he did in the game. But there are some really, really talented wide receivers. We're going to go through them all. But Antonio Brown for number 10, he's not in the league right now. So it was hard. I didn't even think about it. Didn't even think about it. That's my point. So yeah. quick to forget. Right. Did so much. <laughs> what about he you? did. My number 10 was Adam Phelan. Um, so he's going to be the he's going to be the the pure number one now in Minnesota. Now that Stephon Diggs is gone, I thought even when Stephon Diggs was there, even though how good Stephon Diggs is, um, I still thought Adam Thielen was probably the number one and better wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. I, I mean, and I know look, this I'll, I'll go ahead and talk fantasy a little bit, but fantasy is purely based on stats. Every single week, it seemed like he had more points than anybody, so he was obviously extremely uh, productive. I think he's a great talent, great story also on how he's gotten to where he is. My number 10, Adam Thielen. I have him as my number nine. Um, okay. I remember, I think it was two years ago is when he kind of like exploded on the scene, right? And I had Stephon Diggs in fantasy and you had uh, Adam Thielen and I didn't know who the hell he was. And I knew Stephon because I've watched Stephon since like 2014 at Maryland. Like I've known about yeah. him forever. So I was a big Diggs fan and all these balls are going to this white guy. And I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> He's the ninth best receiver in the league right now. That's who he is. He's actually better than Diggs. Um, all he does is catch balls. He gets yep. open. He does everything, like, really, really well. I wouldn't yep. say he's, like, he's not in my elite tier. He's a bona fide number one. That's what he he's is. A, he's a bona fide number one. And if, if, like, with that dumb list that we were talking about, if, yeah. if we, we move it up, I think he was a star or elite. His route running's unbelievable. He always gets touted. He always gets touted for that. So, um, all right, well, good. I, li- I, I like just, him. I just I love just... how the adjectives are all, like, so complimentary. The same. Yeah. Super special. <laughs> but... You're five-star. You're two thumbs up. Like, they're all, like, yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, shut like, up. Like, are you good or make not? Make your mind. Like, yeah. yeah. Make your mind. Make your mind. And, and go ahead and call someone out for, for not being that good. Thank now, you. Who's not a number one. Thank yeah. you. Okay. I agree with you. So, my number nine, um, my number nine is Odell Beckham. Uh, Odell? Uh, yeah. I, I, look, 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 talent-wise, I get it. I really, really do. And he had a few really, really great years coming out. Obviously, some of the best years coming out. I think he's like as a rookie in his first three years, maybe the best three years ever as a wide receiver or something. Um, I just can't get over some of the – all the crap that's that always seems to go with him. And, you know, now, what's he done? You know? I don't could he be number- I have a lot higher. <laughs> I'm sure you do. He could be number one on this list when it comes to talent. 
I obviously I think he's a winner, like like as a wide receiver, but just for me, like it's hard to say. I mean, for the Browns, Jarvis Landry is someone I I think I'd want on my team more than Odell Beckham. Yeah, so I like I'm, I kind of wrestle with it. I'm gonna wait because I have him a lot higher than what eighth. Yeah, nine. He's my nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah, I have a lot higher than nine. So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. wait. I'm gonna wait, and I'll give you some reasoning yeah. why I think he's better than what you think. Um, I, look, look, ability-wise and all that, I think he is. For, for for some reason, he's become kind of an afterthought. I think when it comes to talking about wide receivers for the for the past couple of years, and that yeah. could just be because, you know, but like production-wise and stuff, what we talking about? What? And you're right. What no, have right, you done for me lately? Let's talk about it right now. So. The thing about Odell is, and I'm not like the biggest Odell fan. I actually have him on my list at fourth. Because what you're talking about, if you put him in the right situation, like there was obviously a lot of difference between what he did with Eli and what he did with Baker Mayfield. Like with Eli, he was regarded as one of the greatest in the league. With Baker, he still caught a thousand yards, which I was surprised to see. Um, He got his thousand. And if you're a, a good receiver on a, like a trash team, you should be able to get your thousand. Um, that's that's my stance on it. Like you should still be able to get to that marker, and he did it. Um, I get that, but he he was also but he, he wasn't high. He wasn't the top wide receiver on his own team. He yeah he wasn't, but he's also all right. Listen, like him and Jarvis are boys. He's not. Yeah, I know. So he's not going to come in if it was a, if it was the Bengals or like some other team. Maybe not the Bengals is a bad example, but another team where um, there's an incumbent, he might fight a little bit more. But if it's like his friend. He's not going to, like, try to screw Jarvis Landry over. He's going to, you know, right. he's going to look out for him when it makes sense. I bet he'd been a little bit more aggressive maybe if he wasn't, like, cool with the other guy he's competing for balls with. Because, you know, that was yeah. part of one of the things that, yeah, hey, we can both win here. Um, so, I'm assuming he bought into that. But in Jarvis, like, Jarvis had the other year with Baker. Like, he's had this, this uh, you know, time to build up more of a relationship. Um, and before that, he was, like, one of the elite ones. If you're going to tell me, like, hey – I have him fourth because the only three guys better than him are the ones I haven't said yet. Uh, but if you put him on a, in a, you know, any system, he had a full off season to train for it. I think you'd see elite ODB. Hey, look, you, you could very well be, be right. Just for me right now, um, kind of just thinking about it. He obviously, I think, in my mind, he's top 10. Look, Jarvis Landry's not on my list. So I obviously still, you know, do believe yeah, he's Yeah, I didn't put Jarvis me. either. Yeah. I was, no, well, yeah. When you said that, I was like, well, when's, where's Jarvis then? Yeah, no. So he's yeah, he's not on my list. I honestly think he is better than him. But yeah. like, but when you look at most recently, you know, you, you could make the argument that he's not. So I guess I'm making that argument. He's my number nine. Um, who's your number eight? I hate my number uh, eight. It's Devontae. Okay. I did it just because like. What? Wow. Why do you hate that? Uh, he just doesn't like wow me. I don't. I'm gone. What do you mean? What do you mean, John? Jarvis Landry at number eight. There's more reasons I can think why Jarvis. Devontae sucks, dude. Like, he's no, got... he does. You're so wrong. You're so he wrong. One year, one where he gets a thousand okay. yards, and he's got Aaron Rodgers, dude. You got other players going on here with no quarterback help. No he's one been hurt a lot too. An off the awful run game. They don't have one of the all-time greats at quarterback, and they're getting a thousand year after year after year. Like, what's Look, his excuse? I... Look, I, I, I honestly think that he's um, – and he's on my list much higher. But so you told me who where Odell was your no, four. No, Jarvis, I, he's not even on my list anymore. I'm rescinding that. He's still, Jarvis Landry is eighth. If you think Jarvis Landry is a better wide receiver than Devontae Adams, I mean, come on. What would Jarvis Landry do if he was in uh, Green Bay? 
But he's not. And Devontae's had a lot of injuries, too. He wasn't very healthy. So, so if well, you're going to – questions because he's what if. It, what if he was, though? I'll bet you he'd be he better. Had, that's he what, had, that's he, what I'm saying right he now. Had, he had 997 yards, three yards short of 1,000. And he, he only played – and he only played 12 games. Crime, yes, part of being good is being healthy. I mean, there's going to be people on this list. You, you, you're number 10 as a guy who's not even in the NFL right now. He's healthy. He's just not mentally healthy. <laughs> Is he healthy? Yeah, we don't know. But so, so, so Devontae's up there for me. All right, well, look, I'll go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll save more Devontae than I guess for me. But um, my number eight, and as I look at it, I'm kind of like, man, he should, he should probably be higher too. But then you, it's the same quandary where it's like, Okay, but actually, is he the best wide receiver on his own team? My number eight is Mike Evans. Yeah, so I did the same thing. I have Mike on here, but I don't have Godwin on here. Don't um, have Godwin on here. And um, the, I don't know if it's stats compared are, to him. There's only ten. There's a, yeah, and that, look, look, there's there's their stats are pretty similar actually. And Godwin did did play one more game. Um, I mean, I saw look, look, Paul and Cowherd put Mike Evans as the best wide receiver in the NFL when he listed his top ten uh, NFL players. That's so. Just, I was obviously some people are super high on him, and I mean, look, we are we are too. We both have him in the top ten in the league. I think he's super talented. I can't wait to see how he does with Tom Brady. Um, you know, huge huge wide receiver, top fifteen last year. It looks like in in receiving. You know, so it's it's going to be good. Number seven, Amari Cooper. Um, Amari. He, like, came in with all the promise at Alabama. Alabama's been great at, you know, putting out these wideouts, and he was, like, the next guy. And, you know, he shoots, He shows some flashes early, but he got helped so much by going to Dallas. That should, that, that's, like, does your situation yeah. matter? Hell, yeah, it does. Um, Murray Cooper, I think seven's it's about where he belongs. Like, he doesn't – he's not – Look, I have. I don't, I don't think he's as good as other people think he is. I do not think he's as good as other people think he is. I think, I think there's a lot of guys out there that if you put him in that situation with that, you know, all those factors—the coaching, the the run game, blah 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 blah—they um, could do what he did, but he did it. So I'll give him the yeah. seventh spot because I'm nice. Hey, I, hey, I have him as I have him as my six. I thought last year he had some games where he completely outplayed everyone that was trying to trying to cover him. Um, outplayed every wide receiver on the field. You're right. You got put into a much better uh, situation, obviously, down there in Dallas. I think it's going to be interesting to see how he does. He just got paid, you know. So, clearly, they see a ton of stock in him. Like, what they get? What they give? They gave Oakland first-round pick, didn't they? Yeah. For him? You got a – Like a first and fourth, you know? So, they got one for him, and they got one for Khalil Mack. Yeah. Or there two. you go. I think they got two, one each year. And then, you know, and then the Raiders go out, and then they, they took Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. They knew they needed another wide receiver, but uh, – I get all right. He's he's my number six. The other Bama receiver they had. Yeah, trust yeah. me. So, so look, you, all right. So he's my number six. Uh, he's your number seven. My number seven, and might be breaking the rules here a little bit, but if you look at his numbers, you can't tell me he's not a top ten wide receiver. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you are breaking the rules. We're not talking think, tight ends. But he's a wide, <laughs> but but he's a but he's a receiver. So it's like for I me, LeBron James in the list, he'd be a good receiver. Yeah, if he, could, he was he a receiver, he'd probably be pretty good too. We're talking about guys that put up the stats in receiving. He was no, the number four receiving reception leader in the NFL last year. Number four, so top five. So in whenever you watch, whenever you watch the Chiefs like, game, what a tight end he is! What a tight end! Whenever you, 
whenever you watch a Chiefs game, he's he's, not, he's his like number one target every single time. Um, the guy had 1,200 yards receiving. Look, as a tight end. Look, I know. All right, fine. I'm breaking the rules. I could probably put someone in there. Maybe I'll put Jarvis Landry in there for you to make to, to, to make to make you happy. Okay, and I could probably put someone. Probably I could probably put somewhat others in there too. But I don't care. He's my number seventh best receiver in the league because of the way he plays. Don't put a tight end on a top ten wideout list and not expect me to say something to that. Like, don't put someone. Don't put someone who's not even in the NFL on the top ten list and not expect me to say something. Agree to disagree. <laughs> um, six. Mike Evans does it every year. I don't know. He. I don't think he's a top guy in the league. I wouldn't even put him in the. I wouldn't. I don't know if I even put him as elite. Like I don't think. I think overall the quality, like the wide receiver play just in general, I don't know if it's like cyclical. Like it is cyclical. Everything's cyclical. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think there's as many bona fide elite badass wide receivers as there were five years ago. Um, like the 2011 class with like Julio and AJ and yeah, like OBJ, like ODB, he was class of 2013, I think. Like a lot of these guys at the top that we haven't said yet, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah. a little bit older and we kind of talked about this before like there aren't remember when we did like hey what's your top five in five years or whatever over the next course yeah. of the next five years and we were just having yeah. a hard time with wide receivers there's aren't a lot of like really really good young ones I don't know what it is maybe they haven't blossomed maybe it's a you know number of factors I'm not like I don't watch him and go like oh my god that was amazing that's what you right. should do with the sixth best receiver in the league you should be amazed he doesn't amaze me but he's sixth best but, but so, so that's what you should do with your six with the six best. Well, but there are six. But there are six. six. That's what I'm saying. That's, I see that's, what you're saying. That's what the problem with today's day and age is. These I should say. Or good. look, well, well, look. Or I mean, it's a, it's a passing league now, so it's kind of hard to like. But it's that hard should to say that. that should accentuate it. Before it was a running league. But it has. But I think back. everyone's gotten so good. Everyone. You could also say everyone's gotten so good that you, you can't differentiate it as much because there's so well, many of them. Listen, man. If there's a Randy Moss right now, if there's a Terrell Owens, like. If you have that that level of talent, and Antonio Brown was that kind of guy, and Calvin Jones, like or Calvin Johnson Calvin was that Johnson. kind of guy, like we had yeah. some of these guys, they just get old. And you know, there's yeah. a few right now, like Andre Johnson. Like there were so many um, that I just think we're like in kind of like a you know, it's a little thinner right now, and that's fine. Maybe next year it'll all change. These things happen, but I don't know. It's Mike Evans, six best, but I don't like. I'm not wowed by him. The only guys who no, wowed I mean, me on my list are like my top. Three and four. Three or four. Yeah. I mean, look, when you when you do look at it, like you look at like the uh, early 2000s and like you look at like those those Rams teams. Dude. That were, like with, with just like with Tory Holt. Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce. Marvin. Um, like, Marvin Harrison. Uh, Reggie on. Wayne. Yeah, you're right. Look, I like I mean, that. It's, that's, it's that's, part that's of it, us getting older and that's like our childhood and you're just biased. I don't think so, though. I really don't, I don't think know. so. Are these guys Hall of Famers? Well, you know what we should do then? Looks like, hey, looks like we need to put together an all-time wide receiver list since 2000 and see how it stacks up with the new with the newer with the newer people. Let's do it. Yeah, so maybe that maybe that's coming next, to you. All right. Next week. Yeah, so that was your that what what was your what was the number of that? Six. Mike Evans six. Six. Your Mike Evans was six. Okay, so I already told you my six was Amari Cooper. I already told you my five was Devontae Adams. Um, so I'll give you my was, five. Oh yeah, give me your five. AJ Green. Yeah think he is like and i'm gonna get Look, this out of the i way have now. him higher okay you want me to wait i have him at four so go so, so it's that, that's fine we talk about it now 
the only people who are going to agree with my viewpoint, I realize, are Bengals fans. But hopefully we have one or two of those listening. Um, A.J. Green and the story of A.J. Green is one of the biggest uh, slights or maybe like blind spots for NFL fandom. And I don't think it's always intentional. I think people just – you just forget, you know. You forget A.B.'s really good because he hasn't played in one year. A.J. Green went for 1,000 yards, I think, his first five in the league, first five years in the league, right out the gate. Yep. Second-round quarterback, Andy Dalton, in the AFC North, a competitive division, you know, he comes in the league, he's immediately fighting, like, the Super Bowl champion Ravens, like these great Pittsburgh teams. Not easy sledding. He went for five, five, yards, uh, five years in a row of 1,000 yards. The only other receiver to ever do that first five years, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. That's who A.J. Green is. Now – Yeah. He is playing in the AFC North. He has gotten banged up. And he did have Andy Dalton. All those things contributed to – like, but if you remember, like, in 20 uh, – even, like, 2016, he was still talked about as one of the top five receivers in the league. He's no longer in that discussion. My what if – and I know it's not fair, but I'm just saying, what if – what if he had gone to Atlanta? What if he was in the same position as Julio Jones? You're like you can't talk in the sense into me that he wouldn't be the same place that Julio Jones is. Julio Jones had more injuries playing inside, like in the NFC South, with a better offense and an MVP, literally an MVP quality quarterback, a Hall of Fame like, quarterback, dude. Or maybe a Hall of Fame. Quarterback. AJ Green is fifth. Yeah. If he gets hurt, which he has two of the past three years, he doesn't get, go for his thousand. You know, whatever. If he's still healthy, what did I say before? The, the measurement of a good receiver. If you're on a crap team and you still get 1,000 yards, then you're good. You should still be able to get 1,000. He does it. And, I don't know, it just blows – it's frustrating to me. Look, I hate look, it. I hate that he's looked I, down upon. I have him as my fifth. Look, look, I had him as my fourth because, I, because of pure talent. And also, yes, I love A.J. Green. But I'm really trying not to be a homer there. I was, I was going to say to you, so, yeah, your, his first fifth, five seasons, over 1,000 yards. Season six, when he would have been the only wide receiver to ever do it and pass Randy Moss, yep. he was 36 yards short, and he yep. only played 10 games. And then the next season, he came back and had another 1,000-yard receiver. Hold on, hold on. I want to go back to that. That year, what year was that? 2016. Yeah. That year, he needed 34 yards. He was healthy. 34 yards. He was yeah. healthy the last game of the season, and they wouldn't – play him because yeah. the Bengals wanted to preserve their talent for the future. Yep. What the future yep. of sucking for two yep. or three more years and ending up with the number one overall pick. Ah, oh, man, it burns me up. Like, look, look, I love AJ. I think when he's me, on the like, field, when he's on the field, he's healthy. He's, he's un, he's uncoverable. Um, so strong, so fast. His hands are incredible. Runs fantastic routes. He's and he's had Andy so dirty by ball. Cincinnati. Like, so Dude, dirty. Just imagine if he'd gone to, to the. Uh, there's so yep. many what it like so many what ifs with him. He's better than he'll ever be looked back at as. Yep. Which yep. is unfair. Probably right. a lot of guys so he was, like that though. So he so he was my four. Who's your four? ODB. We already talked about him. Oh yeah, that's right. So. Okay. All right. Well, they go to you three. These are my elite. These are the. Yeah. These are the elite receivers. Yep, I think bonafide, we're going to have the same three. Bonafide, elite, best of the best 
Five we're stars. gonna have the same. Look, we're gonna we're gonna have the same three. Maybe not the same order, but we're gonna have the same three. Julio Jones, the three. He's in my three. Physically, he's the best. Yes. Um, he is. He's just a freak. Um, but he's got those other factors. Yeah, he gets a little banged up. Gets some boo boos. Can't play. You know. All in all, though, nothing I can really say that's bad about Julio Jones. No. Like he comes out to no. play. He balls. Shows up in big games. He's really he has some. I mean, he has some games where it's like, I mean, I don't even know how. He Sometimes he disappears, but I don't think that's his fault. I think that's the offense. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. So he's both of our threes. Who's your number two? Michael Thomas. Okay, so we're gonna flip flop one and two. So okay, my we, my, we my, my yeah. yeah yeah. So some my my number two is DeAndre Hopkins. My number one is Michael Thomas. So here's the only reason that I have him in reverse order. I can't tell you with certainty Michael Thomas would do what DeAndre Hopkins has done in similar circumstances. I can tell you with certainty that DeAndre Hopkins would do what Michael Thomas has done in the same circumstances. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good point. The only reason why I have Michael Thomas there is just his sure reliability every time, every time they throw him the football, which, you know what, DeAndre Hopkins also has that reliability – when I looked, when I wrote these down, the first the first two names I wrote down is I went one two Michael Thomas DeAndre Hopkins, and it's more of like a one a, one a and a half. Right. Yeah, that's what I felt. So <laughs> the other reason I thought DeAndre was I put him a little higher is just like a little bit more explosive, like a little faster. Yeah. You're nitpicking. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's one a and one b. Um, yeah. They're both, both their stats speak for themselves. I think, and we've said this on this podcast. DeAndre Hopkins has got touchdown passes from like. 14 different quarterbacks or something absurd like that. Can't wait to see him in, in Arizona. I think they're going to be better than people think, seeing with Kyler Murray. So, um, yeah, well, there you go. There's our, oh, I there's think he's, our top He's taking over as the number one day one. He might. He might. He, I mean, he'll be the number one wide receiver over Larry. Larry will be number two. I think Larry Fitzgerald's going to know that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, Larry's one of the greatest of all time. So, but 100%, I mean, he could be the best wide receiver this year coming out i like that yeah cool yep. well that's uh i guess pretty much all i have anything else that you wanted to that is all i have brother our top 10 wide receivers going into the season this year um to win a championship in our minds so that was a that was a lot of fun i think we do need we need to do all time so we can kind of compare these to the to the old people that we we're talking about yeah i don't know if any of them are making it i'm serious when i say i think there's like a there's a shortage of elite receiver talent right now. And I'm, I guarantee it's going to change. And dude, that's class gonna be- is gonna, dude, I was looking back at the 2011 draft class. Uh, if you drafted in the first 16 spots, you had a 75%, uh, 75% chance of getting a pro bowler. Look at that wow. class. Go back and look wow. at it. It's bananas. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. And like, but, but what I was getting at is like, I think we'll have a class where you're going to get two or three of these guys who are like amazing, but it's just, I don't know. There's, why aren't there any elite, best of the best, yeah. five-star, blah, 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 guys in our top five who are under 27? I agree. Yeah. There should be. There aren't. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, that's all I got too, brother. A lot of fun. Episode uh, 13, we, I know we had talked about having some baseball today. We're going to postpone that to Monday. We have uh, two special guests coming for our baseball. Uh, we'll do a little bit of Reds. We'll do a little bit of MLB. Excited to get that, uh, get that out to you. But, uh, yeah, man, I think we're, uh, that's, that's it. Episode three. Sounds good. Books. Sounds good, brother. Have a good weekend. Have a good one.